Hi, this is CJ with the Peripheral Neuropathy Podcast. And I'm, as always, with my co-host. Uh, I am DCJ, and I am pleased to be here with you today. Well, it's good to have you here with me today. Today we- we're doing we're doing one of my favorite subjects in the world, which is travel, right? Yeah, well, we've both been traveling recently, so we should have some comments on this. It's traveling with peripheral neuropathy, which is, you know, you know nobody's, went, nobody's fun traveling companion is peripheral <laughs> neuropathy, but we're going to try to throw true. out some tips for that. You know, uh, interestingly, just before we start, I went, um, I went online to try to find some peripheral neuropathy related travel uh, information, and there's not just a whole lot of that out there. Well, I was, uh, I wanted to say that, that you're exactly right. Uh, you can get travel tips galore, um, but traveling with peripheral neuropathy, not so much. And so that's what we're going to try to do uh, with this podcast. Um, we have uh, our listeners, I'm sure many of them are veteran travelers and they have their own protocols and procedures for traveling. We could, we could probably learn from them. Um, yeah. So we're just going to try to concentrate on those tips that might aid somebody with peripheral neuropathy. Yeah, I think, I think it's important um, to, to plan ahead, certainly, when you're, when you're traveling, whether it's by car, train boat or plane uh, and know what you're walking into before you do. Well, that's right. And one example is your pillboxes. Now, I'm sure everybody loads up a seven or 14 day pillbox before they travel. Uh, But you want to do that several days in advance, maybe even a week in advance. That way, if you're out of a prescription, you don't have to scramble to get it. Um, so you're, you're, you're requiring that I think ahead, truly. (laughs) Yeah. You just see, you're going to travel, load those (laughs) pillboxes up a week in advance. And uh, for heaven's sakes, this is a big bugaboo with me. Uh, take those acids, uh, for, you know, stomach reflux, acid reflux, because I get Mm -hmm. it every trip. You always eat too much. And, (laughs) and then we're like, I can't believe we forgot the antacids again. Right. And, uh, you know, the Alka-Seltzer. Right, so, which we need, in, yeah. Include that with your medications. I Although think. I might note that has nothing to do with peripheral neuropathy, but it's a good point. I wonder about that. I, I wonder if people with peripheral neuropathy get, it, it, it's a subject for future discussion, but if people with peripheral neuropathy get acid reflux a little more often, there's some complicated internal nerve-related reasons why that might be. Uh, but we'll we'll talk about that in another podcast, I think. Okay. Uh, if you're going to do strenuous travel, check with your doctor. That's a rather obvious tip. And uh, most people, I think, don't do it, but they should. Um, also, and I, I, th- I think yeah. you should check with your doctor in general also. If you're going on a, on a trip of a week or two, it's always yeah. nice to check in with the doctor before you go. Um, make sure the, you know, let him kick the tires, make sure everything's good. Uh, it used to be you had to have shots. I don't think you do anymore, but, um, yeah, by all means, uh, include the doctor in your planning. Right. So, and, you know, can I, can yeah. I say one more? Sure. Um, in some instances also include your travel agent because 
they can oftentimes smooth the uh, smooth the the trip out for you, so it's easier to travel with peripheral neuropathy. That's a good tip, right there. Mm-hmm. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, one thing I think uh, is important. It's very difficult to do, and and uh, I think people with peripheral neuropathy are uh, reluctant to do it. But if you're traveling with other people or a party, um, even with a spouse, sometimes. Uh, slip into the conversation that you're going to need about 10 minutes longer for every activity. And, uh, you know, I like, I always say the chief aim of the perfect life is to get up slowly in the morning. Mm-hmm. And if they know I'm going to take an extra 10 minutes uh, just because of my infirmity, then they're a little more understanding if I'm the last one to join the party. But even if you just say it jokingly to your group to say this peripheral neuropathy is a bear, it's going to take me about an extra 10 minutes to do everything. Mm -hmm. And some things it won't, and some things it'll take more than 10 minutes, but at least they'll understand. Sure. And then you, and then you give them license to be a little late themselves. Yeah. (laughs) Um, get extra leg rooms on uh, leg room on a plane. You know, if you're in a cramped seat and you get a cramp in your leg, which happens so often to so many of us, that's a, that's a real problem. You mm-hmm. you suddenly bolt upright. You know, if you've got the uh, lap desk down from the seat in front of you, you got to slam that up, and you've got to get up and take care of that, Move, that yeah. leg there. So just pay the extra and, and and get a bulkhead which is you know or six extra inches they charge a little more for it but do that and then while you're flying set a time depending on how long you're going to be flying uh set a time to stand up and maybe go to the bathroom even if you don't go to the bathroom just the walk to it and back Absolutely. Uh, but you can get you know when you're traveling you can get um i i guess uh you could get problems in your legs, you know. Um, sure, sure. Well, they talk about that. You hear about that all the time. Yeah. Um, so you have to protect that. And, and one of the ways that you do it is through moving. But I, but I think you have other uh, suggestions as well, right? Didn't you tell me about um, compression socks, for example? Yeah, everybody talks about compression socks, and uh, I hate them. I can't, I can't get in them. There's a special way you have to do it. They never do me much good. Uh, so I gave up on them a long time ago. I have since discovered you can now get compression socks with a zipper on the side. A zipper? And, uh, yeah, a zipper. So you could put on the sock and zip them up. Um, so you've got a compression sock on, and you didn't spend you know, 20 minutes struggling to get into it. Or uh, half so your trip. Something. Yeah, 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 great. Um, one of the things, one of the things that um, I have been thinking about related to this topic is um, is the uh, the ability to ask for things. You should you should ask because for uh, people suffering from per- peripheral neuropathy, we fall often into the category of disabled travelers, right? And there yep. are lots and lots of discounts you can get for disabled travelers. I know Amtrak offers them. Um, I know that uh, Eurostar, um, the, the channel offers them, the National Park Service, et cetera. And then you should do things in the cities that you're visiting that that are easy for you to do, like 
the hop on hop off buses and things yeah. like that, you know, and, and make sure you ask for your senior discount if it's applicable and, um, oh, yeah. and remember to use your points and miles as currency whenever you can do it. And then also I was telling you CJ that um, I flew Southwest one time and had my cane with me and uh, the, the ticket agent was kind enough to, uh, grease the rails for me all the way to boarding because of that cane and wow. um, and so uh, it was very convenient because they took me straight through um, straight through uh, it's not customs what do we do it's what, what is it it's not customs where, where do we go through Oh, I, well, I guess we go through the TSA. Check. Security, security. <laughs> yeah. Of course we do. Of course we do. So anyway, they, they made it go through security and to get down to the right gates, et cetera. Yeah. And, that, and that, was, that was liberating for me. So, and it cuts out a lot of stress and worry um, yeah. that, that we suffering from peripheral neuropathy. Don't be afraid to ask for those things. Don't That's be right. afraid to ask, right. All right. Hey, uh, a quick story about shoes. You mentioned shoes uh, a few years ago. I guess it was, well, three, three years ago. I took a walking tour of New England, which was a wonderful trip. Enjoyed it immensely. Bought special shoes for that. $400 wow. inserts and everything. Wow. And, uh, and insurance paid for some of that. And, and I think, you know, if you're looking into special walking shoes, be sure to check if your insurance pays for it. But anyway, it did. And um, and so I walked and walked and walked and walked all over, you know, Nantucket and Martha's Vineyard and up and down the Cape. And um, and then when I got home, I discovered I had actually worn a hole in my left foot. Um, I never checked the bottom of my feet, which you should always do. And I which just kept do. walking and making it worse and not knowing it. So, mm -hmm. you know, my advice is wear several pairs of shoes and check your feet. Um, you know, in the hotel, put on your sketchers. You know, limit the amount of walking you do in your actual walking shoes because that could be that could be very dangerous. It took me a long while to get over that. It, you know, I've I've noticed that too, and this is probably another podcast subject. But when I have done similar things with my feet blisters and whatnot i've noticed it takes forever to heal oh, um, they do. and you have to you have to be oh so careful so it doesn't get infected and cause you more serious uh you more don't want to get to that point you right exactly that point. one thing that uh i really enjoy I, th I think women have different ways of carrying uh bags carry-on bags over mm -hmm. their shoulder or uh or whatever but for us men um, a, uh, a, a what I call a Scotty vest uh, is, is just a wonderful thing. It's a lightweight vest. It's got a hundred pockets in it, and you can put candy bars in there and your uh, driver's license and uh, your cell phone and a backup battery, and the list goes on and on and on. And you're wearing it. Right. You have to take it off for the TSA check, but when you get on the plane, you're just wearing it. So you sit down in your seat and you've got everything right there that you can reach. So look for a, it's like a photographer's vest, you know, with all the right, pockets. Right. You look for that. Um, and let me see, have you, you know, got anything else here? Uh, yeah, I was going to jump uh, to it and say, well, CJ, aren't you being a little bit sexist saying that our purses are different than your vest, but you know. Well, you have more options. We have, have more, more options. options, but I, I yeah. like the vest idea. It's more organized. 
Um, you know exactly where it is. You can go right to whatever it is you're seeking. So I think that's a really, yeah, I think that's a great tip. (laughs) You know, uh, another thing I wanted to um, mention before we, we end this today is that, um, when you get to your destination, oftentimes you will need, um, a scooter, for example, sometimes if you're going somewhere um, like Las Vegas, maybe where there's lots of walking and, and I was just going to say, once again, think ahead, talk to a travel agent and rent those things uh, in the city you're visiting and it'll make your stay so much more enjoyable to uh, be able to get around without being comfortable. That's that's a good tip. I, I think one final tip here, we were talking about loading your pillboxes whether it's a seven or 14 day pillbox, you can pack that, but take a, uh, you can buy a single day pillbox and they're great because uh, when you are in the uh, motel room uh, having, or having breakfast, you can take your first set of pills. Then right. you don't want to lug all those pills out sightseeing with you. So get a little, you can get a little single pillbox holder and load the day's pills in there. And then at lunchtime, when it's time for that second gabapentin pill or something, um, you know, you'll have it without having to carry all your pills out on a, a daily sightseeing tour. Well, I guess that's really about it. Um, we are Peripheral Neuropathy Resources. We have a monthly meeting uh, on the second Monday of every month. And that's a, Zoom, that's a Zoom meeting, right? That, that's a Zoom meeting. That's mm-hmm. right. And then tell us about the um, Facebook page. We have a, a peripheral neuropathy Facebook page that's growing like a weed and is a great place to talk about your uh, peripheral neuropathy uh, pet peeves and the positive things that you've learned from your illness and to make, make new friends um, as well. So it's a great resource yeah. for anybody who suffers from peripheral neuropathy. And of course, CJ, obviously we have a podcast and uh, yeah, we do that. We do. we do that about every two weeks mm-hmm. and we uh, are, you know, we ask every time we do one of these to, uh, for you to, you, the listeners to let us know what you think about them and tell us what we could do better. Uh, suggest subject matter for a uh, future podcast and uh, just let us know you're out there and listening. That would that that makes it so much nicer for us. Comes up at the end of the podcast, uh, and we'll close on the website. We have a peripheral neuropathy resources website. It's peripheralneuropathyresources.com, and um, everything we learn that we think is interesting, we put on that website. And uh, so, if you want to know what happened in your last meeting. I don't have last meeting notes, but if I got anything interesting out of it, I put it on that website. So yeah, that very, would, that's something very, to check out. Yeah, that website's very thorough and helpful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so CJ, thank you today for yeah. um, for talking about travel. And uh, I guess my last words to you are uh, bon voyage. Yeah, <laughs> safe travels. <laughs> Talk to you later, Dean. Uh, bye. <laughs> Bye-bye.